Hello, everyone. Welcome to Capes and Japes. Um, a very special Capes and Japes, uh, by which I mean we are doing a double recording for the first time in an extremely long time. Um, I think since probably pre-COVID. Probably, because um, I wasn't going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Neither of us were going anywhere. And even if we did, you had, like, most of your time free, so we yeah. could just record on a different day. Yeah, work sucks. <laughs> yeah, it turns out having... <laughs> I don't have time to do things anymore. Yeah, having a job is quite bad. Um, But... The funny thing uh, is, I've been, like... Like, I don't want to complain to my coworkers because, to them, I have taken a vacation over, you know, the busiest weekend of the year, um, which apparently wasn't even that bad. Uh, <laughs> and then um, I am also taking a vacation next weekend, but to be fair, I had both of these things planned before I knew Job was coming back. Yes. And, but I'm just like, I feel like... I need a week where I'm just not doing anything. God, you're so valid. Vacation is also energy, it turns out. Yeah, sometimes that's the wildest part, is you go on vacation, and I'm, this is, like, such, like, a boring grown-up joke to make, but it's, like, <laughs> you come back and you're like, I need a vacation for my vacation, but it's, like, you fucking do. Because when I came back from Arizona, like, I, I you know, gave myself a, a day where I, it wasn't travel, like, I got home, and then I had a day, and then I went back to work. Like, I had factored mm -hmm. that in, but I was like, damn, I should have made that two days. Yep. I, <laughs> is this what getting older is like? I don't like it. It sucks. It feels bad. Um, Where's all my youthful energy? Anyway, welcome to Capes and Shapes, the podcast where we complain about turning 29 in a month. Oh my god. I'm already 29. I'm gonna be 30 <laughs> on my next birthday. Damn. That's fucked up. <laughs> um, anyways, yes, we're too... One of my coworkers is literally 15. I... That is busted right i i used to be the youngest person on my team at work and then a bunch of people left and we hired a bunch of new people and they're all like in their early 20s and i'm like oh god now i'm old now i'm the old one i like we were talking about like middle school memories and she was like oh middle school like i just got out of there i don't and i'm like oh fuck that's right oh you're my a god, child <laughs> That was half my life ago. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm just like, you need to tone it down with being young. I can't handle it. I can't do it right now. It's too wild. Ugh. Anyways, so all that is to say, um, <laughs> we're doing we're doing a double recording. It's also it's Sunday morning. I'm in my pajamas still. Briar's in their dog walking clothes. It's very hot. Um, I wish it were raining so, because then I could make a Maroon 5 reference, but 
Sunday morning wow. rain is not falling. Oh yeah. Oh Sunday- yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um and uh so you know there's the vibes the vibes might get weird. Who's to say? I'm having a Dr. Pepper at 9 a.m. So mm-hmm. <laughs> we're good. We're chill. Love that for us. Oh. Anyways. Who are we talking we, about? <laughs> yes. So we spent a very long time going through our beloved New Mutants. Um, and it is high time we stopped talking about <laughs> X-Men for a hot second and maybe went back to DC. Um, Too many X-Men so- disease. <laughs> We, it's really, the problem is we have too many X-Men disease, but also Marvel Comics has too many X-Men disease. There's so ding-dang many of those <laughs> wacky little guys. Um, we are going to talk about hawks and doves. Um, starting, uh, starting off with some doves, and the next week we're going to talk about some hawks, but we're mostly going to talk about d- one hawk because there's been kind of <laughs> one one major hawk. Um, but uh, hawk and dove, not to be confused with hawk man. Um, although very confusingly, the original hawk and dove have the same last name as hawk man. <laughs> The fun thing so is, you would... I do always forget that his name is Hank Hall, and my brain goes, Hank Hill, and then I'm like, nope. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> Hank Hill from King of the Hill, and he <laughs> gets powers from the Lord of Lords of Chaos, and he puts on a superhero costume. Just sells propane and propane accessories in a superhero costume. Yeah, exactly. So, uh... Hawk and Dove uh, made their first appearance in uh, 1968 in uh, DC's Showcase, which was like an anthology series where they would debut a lot of new characters and stories. Um, Drawn by uh, Steve Ditko, uh, most famous for being the co-creator of Spider-Man, and... Written uh, by Steve Skeets. Um, Ditko, I think, also, like, kind of, uh, like, conceptualized, like, a lot of, like, kind of the broad strokes idea. And then Steve Skeets uh, wrote it. And uh, in the the 60s, obviously, um... You were dealing with a lot of, uh, you know, counterculture movements, a lot of, like, hippies, war protests, like, that sort of thing. Um, and, uh, like, you had this idea, like, especially, uh, surrounding the Vietnam War specifically, because that was what was kind of happening at the time. Um, you had, like, pro-war activists. Um, who were described as hawks and anti-war activists who were described as doves. Um, so with all of this going on, all of this kind of, you know, cultural zeitgeist, 
um, Steve Ditko was like, hey, you can make a superhero out of this. <laughs> um, so as, as, as so often dumps, happens. That sounds like a superhero duo. Can we do that? Can we You're- do that? Is that cool? Um, can we can we follow the grand tradition of comics books talking about wars and making commentary on it through superheroes? Cool, thanks. Yes, cool, thanks. Here we go. Um, so the original uh, concept they came up with were uh, brothers named uh, Hank and Don Hall, um, where. Uh, Hank was much more aggressive, hot-headed, physical, reactionary, conservative-minded. Pro-war. Pro-war. Wanted to solve problems through, you know, quick action, aggression, violence. And Don was, you know, much more kind of, like, reserved, compassionate diplomatic, liberal, wanted to solve problems through talking it out, um, and, you know, like, having empathy for other people, um, and (laughs) then they got superpowers, um, so they lived in either in Washington, D.C., or, like, nearby to Washington, D.C., um, and they're father was a judge um named i think it like irving or irwin hall um and they uh initially like they got their powers because uh their dad was almost uh like assassinated by the mob um like some people i think they like broke into the courthouse while like Hank and Don were there, um, they, like, you know, were hiding out, trying to figure out what to do, um, and, uh, they were kind of arguing back and forth, but then they both equally expressed a wish to be able to help their father, uh, and a mysterious voice (laughs) called out to them, um, and said that, like, I can give you superpowers um, if you speak the words hawk and dove. Um, <laughs> so they're like, cool. Um, just, just one time, or is this like a Shazam sort of deal? It is, it is a Shazam sort of situation. When they want to summon their powers, they have to uh, say their names. Oh, we're hawk and dove. Oh, damn it. I ah, forgot. Ah, shit. Sorry, like, this happens all the time. Um, Billy's like, hey, how did you guys deal with this? Oh, we did it. We just kind of got used to our powers appearing whenever we said Hawk and Dove. And there we go. There it is again. Great, great, great. Um, so there... Uh, I like how this mysterious voice is just like, oh, cool, two brothers? I got a duo for you. Thank you for saying this at exactly the same time. I have been waiting for this exact circumstance. Hasn't happened for thousands of years, surprisingly. (laughs) Two brothers with opposing viewpoints. You gotta love that shit. 
whom um, have to make a, a wish at the exact same time. <laughs> it's so hard. Classic. God, it really, it, it so rarely happens. Um, so the, uh, powers they get are, like, pretty, like, kind of boilerplate superhero powers. They're not really, like, hawk or dove themed, but they have, you know, super strength, they're durable, I think they have, like, healing factors, they're, you know, uh more agile and stronger and all of those like things that's probably Um, why i never realized that they had powers (laughs) yeah (laughs) i thought they were just a couple of guys who decided to dress up honestly up until this exact point well i mean (laughs) that is probably why because they're not like in i feel like in like the greater superhero universe having a power set that's just like super strength and agility is basically equivalent of not having powers. It's like being (laughs) Batman and having no powers is actually more interesting than having powers that are just being very strong and fast and hard to hit. Like, at least Superman has, like, some interesting stuff now. Like... (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, And he had the jumping. Like, even in the initial, he could jump over a very tall building. Like, that's yeah, in interesting. a single bound. Yeah. Um, Hawk and Dove so, even fly. What's the point of having a bird they, theme? I don't think they can fly. Um, what is the despite, point? Again, the bird theme, they have, like, wing motifs on their costumes, you would think. Um, anyways, um, so with, the, uh, with them summoning their powers, they also get uh, costumes. It just summons the costume onto them. Um, and, uh, they start, uh, fighting crime. It's, like, established that, uh, their dad, uh, does not like superheroes and does not support, like, vigilante justice. So they have to keep it a secret from their dad, who's a judge. He he is a judge. Like, yeah, he's probably like, I can't believe these vigilantes trying to take my job. I know. It's a, you can't be the judge. I'm the judge. Opposed. Yeah. <laughs> um, it also, um, a couple of the summaries I found were like, uh, like describes the two of them. And then it was like, their father displayed more balanced political beliefs. And I'm like, oh, cool. They're cool centrist dad. <laughs> um, love, love to see it. Um, it was like, a centrist dad somehow raises both a pro-choice, uh, pro-war and anti-war son. Who would have guessed? Yep. How could this happen? Um, so, sort of, <laughs> Hank's just uh, like, I think war is good, actually, and his dad's like, well, that's your opinion. <laughs> Don's like, hello? <laughs> Don's like, Dad, why don't you have, like, a firmer stance? And he's like, now, son, I'm a centrist. We have to listen to both sides. Even if one is literally killing people. Even if one thinks that murder is good. Um, hi, welcome to our Hawk. Our Hawk and Dove (laughs) reboot is Don just gets both powers because he gets so fucking mad and his centrist dead. (laughs) 
<laughs> he's just like hawking dove. And Hank's like, oh no, don't do that. I'm not ready. And Don just like, it. it's a new costume that has like both the blue and the red. And Hank's like, the fuck? The and fuck? He, he's like, I just got so pissed off that I also became Hawk. But I am going to use both of these for anti-war efforts. <laughs> just flips off Here his I dad go. and brother and like he's like, I can't actually fly now. It just like flies away. <laughs> Turns out if you get both of them together, you do get cool powers. Like flight. Yeah. Yeah. It was just exactly. diluted. Exactly. Um, so, uh, sort of right off the bat, um, you run into this problem where, uh, superhero comics are largely about, like, cool fights. <laughs> so people are, um, like, comic book readers aren't very inclined to be drawn to a character whose whole thing is being like, Let's not fight. Um, no. I mean, I like that. No, I like, like, obviously, I like it personally. But in terms of like the larger audience, a Who lot of people needs a large out, audience. Yes, make that, comics for saying. you and your friends. <laughs> I mean, not not to call back to this, but as we learned um, with our. Our beloved Doug Ramsey, people get real mad when a comic book character isn't good at fighting, especially when it's a guy. Hmm. Um. Hmm. What does that say about hmm. our society? Interesting. Yeah, interesting. Interesting. Um, so, right off the bat, Dove is sort of at a disadvantage. And then, um, apparently according to, uh... Did they also get a letter saying to kill him? Yeah, they also got a bunch of letters <laughs> saying to kill him. Um, according to um, Steve Skeets, who was, like, writing the issues, um, is, like, and, again, this is just, like, one guy's, like, view on it. But apparently he had said that um, he would write scripts where... Dawn would do something, you know, cool or brave or heroic, and then editorial would get back to him like, no, that's out of character. He wouldn't do that. Make Hank do it instead. Um, I feel like editorial was pro-war. <laughs> hey, hold on a second, you guys. <laughs> They're like, no, 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 no. We don't want this guy to be good. We want him to be weak and pathetic. Let, yeah, we want him let, to be really uncool. Yeah, let the pro-war guy be good and cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've got some stocks caught up in the military-industrial complex. <laughs> God. Um, so... If anybody can't tell our politics, <laughs> hi, if this is your first episode of Capes and Shapes, yeah. um, we are anti-war is the thing. <laughs> yeah, if you somehow, <laughs> if this is 
your first episode or if you somehow listened to like 240 the, episodes or, and or not you, caught on. You've somehow missed any of the episodes where we have opinions. Yeah. <laughs> um, just like, wow, I've never heard you talk about politics before. Oh, which ones did you listen to? Oh, just like these three where you didn't talk about politics because you kept talking about how much you love Doug. Oh, yeah, no, that's fair. <laughs> I just kept getting distracted. Um, anyways, so if this is the case, um, it may have, like, kind of become a self-fulfilling prophecy because it's, like, you know. You gotta make the guy weak and pathetic and then people think that he's weak and pathetic and don't like him. Yeah, exactly. And then you try and write him doing cool stuff, and they're like, well, everybody knows this guy is weak and pathetic. Um, yeah. Because, like, I mean, as we've already just said, I love a character who solves problems with nonviolence. I thought and for a I second think... you were going to say, I love a character who's weak and pathetic. <laughs> I, I mean, listen, <laughs> as we know, I do love a character who's weak and pathetic. <laughs> Do not get that twisted. That is a fact. <laughs> What's that fucking... That, which Ghibli movie is that from where it's just like, you're stupid. I like that in a man. God. Um, anyways. But, love a character who solves problems non-violently. I think you can have a really like, interesting dynamic between somebody who's, like, very physical and aggressive and somebody who's very kind of, like, you know, diplomatic and cerebral and, like, have situations where they're both able to contribute to solving the problem. But you have to be, like, actually dedicated to showing that happening. Yeah. And not just having one guy who does cool stuff and one guy who stands around and goes, Oh, no! Oh no, I'm a pacifist. My name is Dove. <laughs> I'm pa- My name's Dove and I'm a pacifist. I can't do anything. Um, and then he starts crying and Prince is like, I have a great idea for a song. <laughs> <laughs> stupid. Stupid <laughs> podcast. Um, uh, anyways, so... The two of them end up, they, um, they are on the Teen Titans, um, for a little bit. Um, I, they initially join, like, the, uh, like, the original Titans. Um, they, uh, I think leave for a little bit and then end up, like, being more kind of, like, long term on, uh, Titans West. Um, they, uh, they also in, like, um, I think the early 80s, um, there's this, like, story where, um, oh my god, who was it who wrote this? Um, Alan Brenner wrote this story where, like, in the early 80s, it was, like, how are, like, Hawk and Dove going to, like, reconcile their, you know, 1960s values with, like, the 80s? Um, and, like, 
the mysterious force that gave them their powers, which at this point was still unexplained, was like, I'm taking away your powers because you're too immature and you need to, you know, figure out where you belong uh, in this world. Um, and then apparently they like basically retconned this because they were like, oh, no, 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 we we can't commit to like comic book things happening in real time because it just throws everything completely out of whack. Comics make no sense if you assume that things that came out in the 60s actually happened in the real world 60s. <laughs> kind of like how uh every time they like revamp Tony Stark, he was a different uh, he was a profiteer in a different war. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was a war profiteer. Which war? Ah, don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry. It was one of them, and I I profiteered. Oh boy, did I. Oh boy, did I. And then I was like, wait, is war bad, maybe? <laughs> now that I have seen yes. firsthand the effects of a war. <laughs> interesting, interesting. I'm gonna fight crime about it. God. So, um... That, um, that basically gets ret- Or I don't know if the story itself gets retconned, but the idea that they were, like, you know, came from a 60s culture and they're trying to adapt to the 80s gets retconned. Um, and then, uh, in 85, during Crisis on Infinite Earths, um, Don is killed. Um... He is, I think, one of the, like, a kind of a, a late casualty of the crisis, um, where he, uh, like, in, in just a pretty, like, standard superhero move, he tries to rescue a kid from a collapsing building, and then he gets attacked by shadow demons, and he basically gets, uh, evaporated. So, uh... That sounds like crisis. <laughs> yeah, you know, these ki- these kinds of things just happen. Um so then uh Hank survives but is uh alone and he makes some choices. So is Hank Hall basically the post where it's like my girlfriend's out of town, I'm going to cut all the sleeves off my shirts. And they're like, yeah. why? And it's like, she's 90% of my impulse control. Uh, uh, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. It's Hank about his brother, just like, my brother's dead, and now I'm gonna go off the deep end. Okay, bye! Yeah. Um, and then, uh, he makes even more choices a few years later, but we'll, uh, we'll get to that. Um, but a few years after, uh, Crisis, um... Carl and Barbara Kessel come up with this concept to, uh, revamp, uh, Hawk and Dove, where, um, they, they're like, we like this concept of these, like, two superheroes, um, and it would, like, make sense to just have, like, someone else become Dove, um, and maybe it could be a woman this time. Which I also have kind of complicated feelings about. Because on the one hand, 
love to see more women in comic books. But on the, on the other, other hand, hand, this is the more <laughs> soft of the two characters. <laughs> yes. This is like, this is the softer of the two characters. And whereas, like, you know, having like two guys with like this kind of r- relationship is like sort of novel, having a dynamic where it's like, this guy's like rough and aggressive and like, this woman is, like, soft and compassionate, and she's the only one who can, like, calm him down. It's like, that's been in everything. Yeah. (laughs) That's everywhere. Been done to death. Sorry. it's usually not very good. (laughs) It's like, but, 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 Olivia, what if both women? What if both women? What if both women? Um, we'll get to that, too. Mm -hmm. Um... (laughs) But, uh, they, uh, so they revamped the series with, of all people, Rob Liefeld. Oh. Um, who at this point was, like, still, uh, had not reached his, you know, the peak of his 90s fame. I'm, I mean, I'm using quotes, but he was famous. He was famous and popular in the 90s. For some godforsaken reason. What was that post where it was like Rob Liefeld's art? Like, maybe it's good, actually, and it was just a little too early for its time. And maybe we just don't appreciate a stylized thing. Looks at another piece of Rob Liefeld art. Nope, nope, nope. We were right all along. (laughs) Yep, yep, yep. That's exactly it. I I think that's my new favorite Rob Liefeld post. I think about it constantly. I have it's like the I've third person who's like, hold on, let me Google something. Oh God. <laughs> I've also experienced the exact same thing. So I'm like, was it just the memes? Like, were we just memeing on a guy with a distinctive style? And then I'm like, oh no. Oh, it worked. Oh, it's bad. <laughs> like, there's something like you can have a distinctive style and be good. You can also have a distinctive style and be bad. Yes, it turns out, and this, uh, this was the latter. Um, this was bad, actually. So, um, <laughs> this, uh, new dove that they come up with is named Don Granger, D-A-W-N, um, which is a fun nod to the original dove, and it's, you know, very obvious in comics, which is a written medium, which Dove you're talking about. But specifically when you're doing a podcast and you have to pronounce these two names that are pronounced exactly the same, it is an attack. <laughs> um, so Dawn with a uh, W um, is uh, has like a pretty normal life um she uh up until the point she gets um caught up in a terrorist attack uh in london um where when she is like uh trying to uh figure out what to do in like a similar situation to the uh original hawk and dove um, she ends up, like, being, like, 
I wish there was, like, something I could do to help. And a mysterious voice speaks to her and grants her the powers of the dove. Um, which it's also, I think, um, shortly, I think it's around when Dawn with a W is introduced that they, uh, kind of retcon in that Hawk and Dove's powers, uh, come from the Lords of Chaos and Order, who are like a, a, like a collective of powerful mystical beings who are kind of like at the core of like Dr. Fate's mythology. It's like Dr. Fate has like uh, the powers of like one of the main Lords of Order. Um, and he is like using them to fight against the Lords of Chaos, mostly. Um, but Hawk and Dove, the backstory that they kind of retcon in is that there was like a Lord of Order and a Lord of Chaos um, who fell in love and kind of like broke ranks and went off on their own and were like, actually, we could probably do better working together, our two sides, than we could trying to fight each other all the time. So to prove this point, they, like, uh, created these hawk and dove avatars who could use their powers of order and chaos to, like, fight together and empower each other and make each other stronger. Um, so that, that all gets brought in, um, like, I think around the point where Dawn with a W is introduced. There's also a very weird thing later that I don't understand where Hector Hall, who is the son of Carter Hall, unrelated, the Hawkman, Hawkman and Hawkwoman, he who become Hector Hall becomes Dr. Fate at some point. He dies and he gets reincarnated as the son of Hank Hall and Don Granger. So his name is still Hector Hall, but from an unrelated Hall. Um, and I think it's like, like a suit, I like a super weird thing where like, it's, it's, I, I did not understand what was happening. It was like, Don got pregnant through magic, possibly, while Hank was possessed, maybe? Um, I don't know, and it seemed like it might have been kind of, had some really bad implications, so I just kind of scooted on past that. But at some point, they do have a child who is the reincarnation of Hawkman and Hawkwoman's child, unrelated, despite them also being Hawk-themed and having the same last name. So, but it's like, it, it as a Doctor Fate thing, it's like, oh, it's like the child of the avatars of, like, Order and Chaos, so I guess that makes sense. But he wasn't before, but he got reincarnated as that. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever, comics. God. Um, so, Dawn with a W gets these hawk powers, ultimately um, manages to track down Hank and realizes that Hank is having a, a very bad time. <laughs> um, 
he is uh, going through it and, you know, how much of that is uh, grieving his brother, how much of that is that his brother was just, as a person, like, kind of a stabilizing influence on them, him, how much of that is that, like, mystically the chaos powers that are inhabiting him need order powers to balance out. Unclear. But, um, Don, with a W, reaches out to Hank and goes like, hey, I'm Dove now. I want to team up with you. Um, and Hank, I'll say, kind of understandably, if your brother just died and somebody else is coming up to you with your brother's superhero identity does initially tell her to fuck off. Um, yeah. But fair. He, um, Jason Todd coming back and be like, the fuck do you mean there's a new Robin now? <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> um, well, excuse the fuck out of me then. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, they do end up ultimately working together. She, um, she helps stop, like, one of the, um, Lords of Chaos from, like, basically possessing Hank completely and turning him, like, totally over to their side. And she intervenes and helps him. Um, and Hank goes, like, okay, I guess I do need your help. <laughs> Fine. And I will accept you. I guess a, part, a superhero duo does need two people. Yeah. What's Hawk and Dove with um, no Dove? <laughs> Um, so the two of them, um, start working together. They stay kind of working independently sort of around, uh, Washington, D.C., and, uh, they uncover this whole, uh, kind of backstory with the, like, Lords of Chaos and Order, um, and these, like, two that, like, fell in love and granted them their powers, um, they, uh, <laughs> um, Hank goes through a bunch of stuff. Uh, Dawn seemingly is killed by this villain named Monarch, who we will talk about next week for you guys, um, in <laughs> like 15 minutes for us. <laughs> um, but, uh, Dawn is seemingly killed by this villain named Monarch. And then... This is where it's, like, it's revealed that, um, she, uh, didn't actually die because, um, Mordrew went and did this, like, whole thing where he, he made it look like Dawn died, so Hank would snap, and, like, this is where he's, like, trying to, like, get this baby with chaos and order powers who like then just turns out to be reincarnated Hector Hall I yeah, fine 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 whatever um but uh Hank basically Hank turns evil we'll we'll talk about it um <laughs> basically Hank turns evil and uh Dawn once she is uh it's revealed or retconned in. She did actually die and then they retconned in that like, oh no, an evil sorcerer faked her death. Um, and then tried to have them make a baby. Um, 
she uh, goes off on her own to be like, well, there's a new hawk out there somewhere. Um, and it turns out, because <laughs> apparently they, the Lords of Chaos and Order love this shit, uh, the, the new hawk is Dawn, Dawn with a W, her sister, who she hasn't spoken to since they were kids, um, Holly Granger, uh, <laughs> the Lords of Order and so, Chaos are like, Holly, what's up? So your sister's up? dove. Do you want superpowers? Cool. Yeah. You're Hawk now. <laughs> yes. We love a sibling thing. Um, and the two of them uh, working together end up joining uh, the Teen Titans again. Um, so we do... I, we get two women, which is... I to me the preferable combination here. I th- I it would be like two women, great, uh, female hawk and a guy dove. It's pretty fun. Um, two guys, sure. I guess I I I feel like two guys and then the combination that we get with guy hawk and girl dove is are both kind of equally like I guess. But Olivia, Olivia, consider uh-huh. yes. un- unrelated hawk and dove, and then they kiss. Ah! But not if that... it's a, but not if it's het. Not if it's het. No. <laughs> Gay hawks and doves, non-binary Only. hawks and doves. <laughs> no more het, hawk, and dove. It's forbidden now. We've done um, it. It's over. Um... Like, sibling sibling duo fun, but also... Also, consider this. Romantic Um, duo also fun. We can't have them both at the same time. But... But... Both good. Yes. But don't go Um, in the middle of that Venn diagram. (laughs) Um, yeah, so during, um, during Blackest Night, um... Hank comes back to life. Don, no W. Um, Donald. Don Hall, interestingly, doesn't. Don Hall is so black as night. Is Wait, basically is, Donald is just gone. He's he's gone. Well, what happens <laughs> is that um, so during Blackest Night, it's like about like this uh, the 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 black sector of like the like green lantern emotional spectrum it's like you have all the emotions and then it turns out you also have black which represents death and white which represents life so during blackest night all of these black lantern rings are sent to like seek out hosts who are all characters that have died um and the black lantern rings like find them and reanimate them as like evil zombies basically not like zombies because they're still like like, full, like, fully, like, sentient and everything. Like, they're, like, talking and, like, they have, like, memories. But Perhaps they're, like, more akin to a vampire. Yeah, a vampire. They're evil and they have, like, kind of a, like, decaying zombie look. Um, but Don Hall is, I think, the only person they're not able to resurrect because... <laughs> He's the, just like, uh, no... I won't. The Black Lantern Rings go to find him, and they say their little, like, thing that they always say, which is, like, such and such of Earth, 
rise, except it goes like, and then they're like, Dawn Hall of Earth is at peace. And they fly off and they can't <laughs> bring him back to life because he is too full of peace. <laughs> Donald's like, um, oh, thank fuck. I, do you think it's because he's anti-war? He's, <laughs> he's like, I'm not participating in this. Fuck off. <laughs> He's like, no, I'm dead. I'm not joining your weird Black Lantern cult. I'm not waking up to go fight. Are you kidding me? This is against my whole thing. This is a weird space war. Why would I come back to life for this? I'm fine here. (laughs) Um, Unfinished business, my ass. You just want me to fight your war. Can't trick me. I'm in the dirt. Um, God. <laughs> what? What would the Black Lanterns do if a person had been cremated? Did the ashes reconstitute? Oh, I that that I don't know. I <laughs> or are comics just I like were comics just like uh nobody was cremated. Everybody was buried yeah. fully intact, no matter how they died. Don't worry about it. Yep, superheroes don't believe in cremation, as it turns out. <laughs> it's, t- it's a weird thing. Superheroes don't believe in cremation, because they you can never be sure if you try to, like, burn somebody's body. There might be something in there that explodes. You can never be certain. Hey, Clark, I have a real big favor to ask. When I die, will you take me to space and cremate my body? <laughs> Just toss it in the sun. I don't want to come back. I really, I just want that possibility eliminated. Just Please. throw me into the, I know it'll be like upsetting for you probably, but just throw me into the sun. Just please, when I die, just throw me in the sun. It's like a superhero DNR, except to the extreme. You just get somebody <laughs> who can fly and survive in space to throw you into the sun. Yeah, exactly. It's it's a, a, a DNR, but the R stands for revivify. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Black Lantern's just like fuck, fuck. This new DNR. Clark threw too many people in the sun. God damn it! We can't have an army. <laughs> we wanted an army. We wanted an army, and this guy says he won't be in our army because he hates war. He hates war, and everybody else got thrown in the sun. <laughs> Damn it. Can't get them out of the sun. Their atoms are all different now. <laughs> oh, my God. Um. So, after um, Blackest Night is when we get the new um, New 52 reboot. And I think in the New 52 universe, um, it's established that Dawn, with no W, still existed, still died, and then Dawn, with a W, uh, still, like, gained the Dove powers and, like, went to seek out Hank and took over, um, as Dove. Um, she also, like, I think she dates Dead Man at some point during this. Um, good for her. Is, yeah, I mean, good for her, honestly. Um, honestly, better than Hank Hall. Honestly, uh, absolutely a better choice. I'm just gonna say that 
right here. Objectively a better choice. Like, um, sure, he's dead and has to protect, like, possess people <laughs> to get his point across sometimes, but, like, it's fine. It's, it's fine, you know? It happens. I think, um, also, uh, Dawn, with no W, um, comes back at some point, uh, during, uh, like, uh, death metal or bat, one of the death metal kind of adjacent, um, like, events. He gets, like, brought back from the dead temporarily to help fight, uh, all of the evil Batman, um, you know, sometimes this is another reason why you should just get thrown into the sun, because otherwise somebody's going to freaking try and bring you back to life to fight a Batman who's also the Joker, and you're going to be like, please, I want to go to bed. <laughs> please. I'm tired. Don't. I'm still thinking about dating dead man. Um, I feel like... If you were in a polyamorous relationship with another living person and dead man, then it's just mm -hmm. like, hey, can I possess one of y'all really quick so I can have a hug? <laughs> cool, thanks. I just really need a hug. And I don't have a corporeal yeah. form. I don't have a I'm just floating around. I just need one quick hug. Does anybody want a break from their body? Yeah. Thanks. It's just it's just consensual possession, so it's yeah. fine. And just like, and then you have also have the other corporeal partner. So then you have the hug, and it's just like, I can I just like sleep in your body for a day so I can just like be the little spoon. I just need this in my life right now. Thank you so much. <laughs> God. Um. Anyway, hot yeah. ghost dating tips <laughs> coming from yeah. Capes and Japes. You're welcome, everybody. Um, if you ever find yourself in a situation where you're in a re polyamorous relationship with one corporeal person, at least one corporeal person and one ghost, <laughs> we've got you covered. <laughs> um, God. Uh, anyways, that's, this, technically this is the Dove episode, it ended up being a lot of, like, general Hawk and Dove history. But, surprisingly, people tend to talk about Dove like the less interesting of the two characters. I can't imagine why. Hmm. 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 Sabotage. Absolute sabotage. Um. Editorials, like, Dove's, it's like in the contract, the Hawk and Dove contract. Dove must be the more uninteresting of the two. We have too many stocks in the war. We've got all this war stock. We all bought shares in war. <laughs> um, I sold my soul to the god of war in exchange for money and fame. Don't know why I have to keep explaining this to you. I must promote um, war forever. Because that's how long I'll live now. <laughs> Um, I did, um, uh, oh, why did I put them all the way over there? <laughs> um, I did read some comics recently. I feel like I should probably maybe talk about some of them now and talk about some of them for next week. I only have um, enough for one week, so. 
Okay. Um, I am, uh, currently keeping up with, uh, the Dark Crisis stuff. Um, I read, uh, there was a new, uh, Tom King written one shot, um, about Superman during Dark Crisis where he, uh, gets sent, basically the Justice League have all been sent to worlds, different worlds where they're happy. Um, and then the thing is going to be like, oh, are they going to leave the world where they're happy and come back to this, this world where they're needed? Cause everybody thinks they're dead. Hey, who knows? Didn't the Justice League cartoon do that in like 2000? With Superman's yeah, yeah. like with like the parasite that showed Superman his um like ideal world. Yeah, they did. Hmm. Um, interesting, interesting. Um just watch the Justice League cartoon. I'm begging. Just you. watch it. <laughs> um it was uh this it's really it's all you need. Don't even listen to this podcast. Comics are bad. <laughs> Just watch the Justice League cartoon. Um so uh oh anyway, so that one is like uh Superman, uh, Clark and John and Lois all living together and like, you know, Clark gets to actually see John like grow up and live through his teenage years instead of John going to space getting and- Getting aged up and coming back and being like, hey, I'm yeah, done. Getting aged up in space, which, you know, if that happened to your child, would probably be pretty upsetting to experience. So, yeah. I get it. Um, the, also, the second issue of the main Dark Crisis series came out. Um, there were a couple moments in that that made me very emotional. Um... Mostly, like, uh, John, John and, John and Nightwing moments, um, that I got real verklempt about. Um, also, I think I mentioned when the first issue came out, there's, like, a panel of Slade pointing a gun at Beast Boy's head. And then it cuts to black, and it's like, bang! And it's like, okay, well, I don't think he actually killed him, or else you would have showed a body and not a panel that said bang. And lo and behold, they're here, so Slade and a bunch of other villains are basically, like, taking over, like, Titan's Tower. Like, they've, like, got everybody pinned down. Um, Why do they want Titan's Tower? (laughs) Well, they want to, because Slade hates all the Teen Titans, because he keeps getting his ass kicked by teens. So they (laughs) want to Basically, He's like, I'm going to kick trying... you out of your house. I'm going to kick you out of your house. Basically, they're just invading the tower, trying to kill all the Teen Titans, because now the Justice League isn't here to save the Teen Titans. Because Slade's like, the... that's it's why not... I keep losing. It's Slade. not. Slade. Slade. When has the Justice League intervened? It's... <laughs> like, I would understand if, like, you're trying to kill a teen, and then, like... His dad shows up and says no and, like, punches you in the face. And then you're like, well, now that his dad's gone, I guess I can go kill this teen. <laughs> but it's not. They keep taking it, you out by themselves. <laughs> um, Are you just like, oh, they're sad that, like, their like their Justice League is dead. I'm gonna get them while they're down. Like, no. It's not yeah, gonna I'm work. Yeah, I'm just gonna kick them. 
kick him and like, kick him. He's just showing um, up at the funeral, just like, haha. <laughs> now I'll get the Teen Titans, and they're like, Slade, you are ruining this funeral. We're gonna kick your ass again, and then we're gonna get back to it. Um, <laughs> we had to have John. <laughs> we have her doing. <laughs> The ceremony, and then John's gonna fly them to the sun. <laughs> it's his job now. It's his job. It's a lot of responsibility. He's really sad about it. It's he doesn't need first you here. Time. You're making this so hard, Slate. Um. Holy shit. Oh, anyways, so there's a shot of like. Slade and a bunch of other villains come in, like, dragging Gar's body, and Dick's like, oh no, Gar, and Slade's like, that's right, I shot him in the face, I explicitly didn't kill him, it's like, he's alive, but I really fucked him up, it's like, that's not a threat, like, you just proved that you're not willing to shoot somebody in the head when they're right in front of you, like, why are they gonna be intimidated by that? I, um, wait, Slade, God. what do you want? What do you fucking want, dude? <laughs> Slade, I just have a question for your motives. What do you want? Oh, wait, um, is this the thing with the panel where it's, where Dick is like, um, alright, Slade, what do you want? Me? Let everybody else go. Just shoot me. And then John shows up. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> good, 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 good. Great, 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 great content, genuinely. Um, and there's also a, um, a Young Justice miniseries, um, that I read the first issue of, where it's, like, uh, Tim and Bart and Khan all get scattered to different universes, and Cassie basically has- or, no, they all get sent to the same- universe but they all get sent to like you know like it's like the heyday of young justice and they're like having all of their classic adventures they're like wow this is great and cassie has to go and get them back um which i i really liked the first issue because obviously i love that like generation of characters and um they, as I've mentioned on this show many times, they had been very neglected for, like, a long time in kind of, like, the, like, 20, the past, like, 10 years-ish. Um, and the series seems, like, very aware in kind of, like, a meta way of, like, how these characters have gotten kind of, like, sideline shoved aside. Um... And, um, Sissy is also there, Sissy King-Jones, which is cool, she's still retired, um, but she shows up to be like, hey guys, sorry about the Justice League, which I just like to see her. Um, <laughs> I just, I'm like, hey, that sucks, I'm gonna go now, bye. I'm gonna leave. I just wanted to bring it you, is... like, a casserole, just in case. Yeah. Um, um some breakfast burritos, like, I know, yeah. it, it's gonna be hard for a little bit, but. You know, we, yeah. you, you've still got friends here. Exactly. Even um, though all of your it, friends and mentors have quote-unquote died. Seemingly. Um, 
it does, it made me a little bit sad because there's like a lot of stuff where it's like, oh no, it's like really awkward between us now and like everybody's like dealing with their own stuff and we're all really sad and then Cassie's like mad about how they're handling it. And then also the three of them disappear and Cassie goes to a bunch of people being like, hey, Tim and Bart and Con are missing and they're all like, they're probably fine. And it's like, th- that I don't buy into. Like, I get that the point is like, oh no, she's got to solve this herself because they're like all being neglected again. I, I don't think if the whole Justice League just died and you're superheroes and like three people are missing, everyone would be like, don't worry about it. Also, like, did she go talk to Dick? Dick would be extremely concerned. Dick. Dick would be it's like, that's Dick- my little brother. That's, yeah, no, she talks to Dick, and Dick is like, I'm worried, but I feel like, you know, the three of them are probably together, and they need some time to work through this. And it's like, yeah, or they're fucking dead, Dick! (laughs) Dick is like, uh, mmm, I know that they kind of had a thing, so I'm just gonna, um, well... We'll wait a bit. I don't want to interrupt anything. Tim will get yeah. very mad at me. <laughs> yeah. Um, Have you tried calling their cell phones and saying that you're worried about them? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, I'm running out of disk space, so I have to wrap this up. We'll talk about oh more stuff God. next week. Um, so uh, thank you uh, for listening to Capes and Japes. If you want to find this online... You can follow us on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, Facebook, just at Capes and Japes. You can send us an email to capesandjapes at gmail.com. Um, we have a Discord server where uh, everyone's welcome to join. You can, uh, we do pit crews. We talk about comics. We do other fun stuff. Um, we have a Patreon if you want to support us on there. You can get bonus content uh watch stuff with us help us pick what we talk about um if you can't support us on patreon but you want to support the show leaving a rating and review is a very good way to do that um telling a friend about the show if you think they would be interested and uh, coming back and joining us as you have done once again so thank you for being here today for capes and japes I have been Olivia. And I have been Briar. And as always, I'm going to go chug a protein shake and prep for the Hawk episode. Yeah, here we go. See you soon. (laughs) Bye.